Thank you for joining us for this series, Well, Well, Well. Together, we'll discover how to have a healthy, prosperous soul. Hey, girls, welcome back. This is the fifth session in our series, Well, Well, Well. And I am excited because I believe God's been speaking to us and really helping us learn how to become well in the depths of our soul and live well, a life that is well done. So I hope you've got your Bibles and your notebooks and you are ready to jump into this session with me. You know, we certainly have seen that it's easier to just be led around by our fleshly soul, our just our fleshly ways, right? But we've also seen that that does not produce the healthy soul God wants us to have. He wants us to come into alignment with his spirit within us, bringing our soul and our body into submission to his spirit and in alignment where he is in control of every part of our being, our soul, our mind, our will, our emotions, and our body. And in the last two sessions, we've really zoomed in and talked specifically about how to bring our mind or our thoughts and our emotions into alignment with him. But today, we are going to focus on our will, where we make our choices and see how to be spirit-led in our choices, all right? You know, God loves us so much that he has given each of us a will. He's given us free will. Look with me at Deuteronomy 30 and verse 19. It says, This day I call the heavens and earth as witness against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. You see, we are created to choose. God doesn't force himself on us. He wants us to choose relationship with him. He wants us to choose to ask him to be the Lord of our life. And then every day following, he wants us to choose to let him be Lord or boss in each area of our life. Choices have consequences. We see it in this verse we just read. There's blessings or there's cursings. Our choices affect others. It says, now choose life so that you and your children may live. Others are impacted by the choices that we make. I think we can all think of people who have made choices that have impacted us. And sometimes we don't like that. Sometimes their choices inconvenience us or make us uncomfortable. But I think we seldom stop to think about how many people are impacted by the choices we make every day. Choices always affect other people. And we can choose what guides our choices. Our fleshly thoughts and emotions can decide and, and determine our choices or the Spirit of God can. I want us to look at an example in the Word today where we see both approaches, contrasting approaches to how they made decisions. And I'm talking about the relationship between Saul and David. Now, let's first think about Saul. He was the first king of Israel. He led Israel away from God. 
And God then anoints David to become the next king, this young shepherd boy. And David ends up killing Goliath, this giant Philistine who's opposing Saul's army. And everyone now sees David as this hero. Well, Saul then becomes jealous. And he allows that jealousy just to rage inside of him and drive his life. And he sets out on a mission to kill David. Saul sought to kill David about 10 different times. Saul let his fleshly emotions determine his choices. He's an example of a soul-led life. Much of his legacy is a series of bad decisions brought about by fear and jealousy. Fleshly emotions. Now, let's look at David. Although David was anointed king, he never elevated himself or tried to take over Saul's throne. Although he was treated horribly by Saul and had 10 murder attempts on his life, he never tried to retaliate. Twice when Saul was pursuing him, David was in such close proximity without Saul realizing it that he actually had the perfect opportunity to kill Saul. He could have done it so easily. And it would have been understandable. It would have been self-defense. I mean, this guy's been out to kill him. But David didn't do that. He refused to do that. He hid in caves. He lived on the run to spare his life. Can you imagine with me all of the emotions David would have felt? The fear, the confusion, the, the betrayal? Because at one time he had been incredibly close to Saul. He married Saul's daughter. This is his father-in-law. And Saul's son, Jonathan, was his very best friend. He would have felt so betrayed. He would have been felt rejected and so hurt. But over and over and over again, David pours out all of his emotions to God. We see it in the so many psalms that he wrote where he's just pouring out all of his emotions to God. In Psalm 22, he says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You know, we are going to have very real emotions like that, but they won't dictate our choices if we choose to bring them to God first and allow him to guide our choices instead. David worshiped God in the midst of his pain. Not only did he talk to God about all of it, he worshiped God in the midst of it. Psalm 34, the first four verses, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I love that. He's declaring what he's going to be speaking. He says, my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. He's telling his soul what it's going to do. He says, the humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. He says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. 
I love that. He is worshiping God. He's reminding himself of God's goodness. And then in Psalm 42, we see David talks to his soul again. He says, soul, why are you so downcast? Hope in God. Rejoice in the God of your salvation. Sometimes we need to talk to our soul. I talk to my soul regularly. Some days I have to give myself a kick in the rear and tell myself what I am going to do, what I'm going to think, what I'm going to feel, because those things determine the decisions that I make. You see, we can choose the condition of our soul. When we make spirit-led choices, our thoughts and our emotions will follow. In the heat of the pressures of life, we all know it's way easier to give into our flesh, isn't it? But that does not produce the healthy, prosperous soul God wants us to have. And it will adversely affect every other area of our life. God wants to help us in every single decision we make in life. He wants to help us in the big decisions. Maybe it's a decision about moving, buying a house. Maybe it's a decision about school or about a job. In all of those decisions, we can come to him and ask for wisdom. James 1.5 says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. He wants us to come and ask. And he says he'll give us an abundance of wisdom. That's his promise. And the word also says that he leads us in our decisions by his peace or lack of peace. You know, Gary and I will make the biggest decisions of our lives based on whether or not we have peace. And it's not a mental peace. Okay, it all makes sense on paper. No, it's an internal knowing that this is what God is saying. This is what God is leading us to do. And if we don't have that, then we don't do it. God will lead us. He will give us wisdom and he will lead us by his peace. But you know, there are hundreds of little choices that we all make throughout the course of every day. I think so many of these little choices, we don't even realize. We don't even recognize them as choices. And we need to start becoming aware of them if we want to be spirit-led in our choices. Sometimes we just make choices on the fly, this, that. And our soul is leading the way. If we want the Spirit of God to lead our will, our choices, we've got to be aware of the choices we're making. So let's talk about some of those little choices. What about reactionary choices? Like what comes out of our mouth in any given moment or when someone says something to us that we don't like? We have a choice what is going to come out of our mouth next. Proverbs 15, 1, it says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. We have a choice what comes out of our mouth, and there will be a result based on what we let come out of our mouth. I know someone who really made a, a major reactionary choice. He was working for an organization, and 
He was working specifically in one area of this organization that he was passionate about, that it was obvious he was called to this area. However, he was really frustrated with the individuals that were leading this particular area. And he had so much angst in his heart over it. And what he didn't realize is that the leaders of the entire organization had the same frustrations that he did. They saw it and they were in the works on plans to do some reorganization. And they were actually planning to put him in leadership in that area of the organization. But before that could happen, he let his emotions get the best of him. He erupted with emotions. He allowed those emotions to cause him to make a reactionary decision. He stormed out and quit his job, sabotaging his future. What door was about to open next for him? He slammed it shut because he made a reactionary decision. Do you ever make reactionary decisions? I think we have all done it at times. Have you ever stormed out of the house in the middle of an argument? Have you ever slammed cabinet doors out of frustration, hoping to get someone's attention? We can all do things out of emotional reaction, but these are all choices. Reactionary choices may feel good in the moment, but they don't produce the outcome God wants in our lives. And we need to start realizing that our reactions are choices. And we can have the Spirit of God lead us in those choices. What about choices of desire? Okay, girls, I know you might like it, when a guy is giving you attention and making you feel beautiful. But I have to tell you, women make such bad relationship choices when they allow their soul to take the lead rather than the Spirit of God. We need to be asking God about everything, not just running into a relationship because of our fleshly desires. Oh, they made me feel so great. I'm going to go in this direction. We need to talk to God about everything. Just like we need to talk to him about friends that we hang out with. Sometimes we can hang out with people that are on a different page spiritually that will end up influencing us and taking us off course. You know, in Proverbs, it says that if we hang out with the wise, we'll become wise. If we hang out with fools, we'll become fools. In other words, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. We need to talk to God about all of these things. These are choices that we make every day. Maybe someone makes you feel really important that says you would be amazing for this job and they build you up and and it feeds your, your flesh, it feeds your soul. And you feel like, yes, I can do this. And then you get into this position to realize that they're asking you to do some compromising things. And then you feel stuck and you realize I got into this place because of decisions made out of fleshly desires, decisions made out of my soul. Sometimes we get ourselves into places we have no business being 
because we allow our flesh to make the decisions for us. It can be so many different things. It could be shows or movies that we watch or books that we read. We can say, oh, it's just entertainment. I mean, I'm not going to live that kind of lifestyle. It's just entertainment. I've got to tell you, recently I was watching a show. I won't say what it was because it's a popular show that I know many people really like. But while I was watching this show, the Holy Spirit nudged my heart and said, Aren't you praying for so-and-so to be free in this area of life? And this show is celebrating this and glorifying this type of life? I thought, yeah, Lord, you're right. I had a choice. I could have just brushed that off and said, ah, it's harmless. It's just entertainment. Or I could listen to the Spirit of God. We need to listen. The Holy Spirit will nudge us. He will prick our hearts and show us things that we should do or shouldn't do. But we've got to be listening and following his lead. And it can be in so many different areas. I mean, we have littlest choices every day. I mean, things like emotional eating, emotional spending, so many different kinds of things. Because... Our emotions can cause us to crave things and therefore choose certain things. But as a result, they may lead us down a dangerous or even destructive pathway. Listen to what it says in James 1 and verse 15. These desires, they give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. Wow. Too often, we make unhealthy, soul-led decisions because we let our fleshly desires lead the way. We need to start being aware of these choices and letting the Spirit of God lead us. What about choices of acceptance? We all want to fit in and, and be approved of. And so sometimes we can do things for approval, whether it's shopping where our friends shop. Well, they all shop there. I need to shop there, even though it's not in the budget. I'm just going to do it anyways because I want to fit in or I want to buy what they buy or have what they have or wear what they wear. All of these kinds of things, they're choices. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to lead us every single day in every choice that we make. Too often, we let our need for acceptance and approval lead our decisions. We've got to stop and ask ourselves, am I doing that? And ask the Holy Spirit to show us and help us. Galatians 1.10, it says, Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Wow, we make so many choices based on our flesh, based on what our flesh wants. Let's start recognizing these choices for what they are. Choices that the Holy Spirit wants to help us with. It can be so many different things. Maybe it's the things that you put on your plate that God didn't ask you to put on your plate. 
Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you feeling like you're juggling so many balls? Did God ask you to juggle all of those balls? Sometimes we need to let him help us prioritize. Let him help us in those decisions of what responsibilities we take on and what we say no to. Sometimes we choose to try to control others. Sometimes we choose to elevate ourselves. Sometimes we choose to compare to others, especially in this social media-driven world. There's so many choices we make every minute of the day. Let's be women who start talking to God about everything. Let's ask him to help us be aware of our choices every day. He wants to be involved in every decision that we make. One way to involve him is by regularly staying in the word, reading the word daily. Because remember, it renews our mind. And our mind, our thoughts, directly impact our emotions. And together, they directly impact our decisions. So when we stay in the word, we are going to be closer into God and in that process of letting him lead us. And we've got to stop and go to God first and ask him to help us in every decision we make. Remember Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? Just before he was betrayed and crucified, what did he do? He went, he got alone, he got on his face, and he prayed to the Father. And he said, God, if there's any other way, if this cup can pass from me, but nevertheless, not my will, but yours. He surrendered his will for God's will, the Father's will. If we want the Spirit of God to lead our will, it's up to us to surrender our will for His, to make that exchange. We can bring our will, our soul, into alignment with the Spirit of God with his help. He is anxious to help us. He doesn't demand perfection. He just looks for us to look to him and let him guide us each day. I want to pray for you. Father, God, right now, we just, all in our own hearts and our own ways, we just surrender our wills to you. And God, I ask that you would help each one of us to be aware of how we exercise our will, to be aware of the choices that we make and what is leading those choices. God, where we need to make adjustments, I ask that you would show us, that you would help us. And God, as we seek you and ask for your help, I also pray that your Holy Spirit would just continually nudge us and we would listen and we would obey and we would follow what you say. God, help us to grow in this process of aligning 
our soul, our mind, our emotions, and our will with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, ladies, we've got some discussion questions coming on the screen, and I can't wait to see you in our next session.